BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Everyone, welcome, welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. I'm so excited because I feel like, well, first of all, I'm looking at myself right now. Like, it's really creepy. I'm sitting sitting across from someone that looks exactly like me, except this bitch has been in, like, the business for, like, ever. She said TV, you're like a TV sensation because you've been on, like, everything. I'm just a veteran. You, I, I, let I, me I call will, you a sensation. You can call me whatever you want to call me. Uh, Natalie Z from the Detour right now, but uh, she's been on a bunch of things. What Dirty Sexy Money, Justified, and then some lesser known gems. Um, a little show called Eyes that lasted five episodes. Uh, Passions. Some people may so know me. Wait, okay. Do you know how crazy this is? Tell me. It was because when I was researching you, I was like, what? She was on Passions. I watched Passions when I was like 11 and 12. So I went to go look at the years that you did it. You were on it the exact years that I watched Passions. No way. I would come home from school, me and my best friend, and we would watch Passions. I'm sorry. What do you mean? It was so I fun. Feel like, I feel like I should apologize to womankind. The, the role I played was not exactly a sort of feminist icon well i mean it, it, not that i soap, had any control. I, know, soap opera. I know it was all witchcrafty and stuff too it's so true like, and that was that that was m- most of it that was what kind of drew people in and then the like the re- and i'm using big air quotes the real stories were yeah. just sort of filler well i mean i expect that from every soap opera right so witchcraft <laughs> well no no i mean the regular story the regular okay. stories like being not i mean right you know it is what it is but it's fun and campy yeah you you forgive it yeah. As a genre. As a mother, do you watch... I mean, soap operas aren't really around anymore. I was going to say, it's dying. Um, and they, it's sad because a lot of a lot of really great actors were able to kind of cut their teeth on that particular genre, which is not... Maybe not... The, you learn a lot of bad habits, um, which you then have to go out and undo. Right. Um, but yeah, they're going away. I think there's two, two or three. I don't three. know. I think there's three right now still left. What? Well, are they like online or are they actually on TV? No, they're on the TVs. 
Oh, well, that's that's good. That's something, yeah. <laughs> I used to, when I first moved here, I used to do background work for Bold and Beautiful to $100 a day to uh, pay the bills. Fancy. Yes, that was, that was I, I was so good at it. I so good at just so were. good at just sitting there. Um, that was fun. Did you find them to be? I um, hated it. Okay, I, I hated <laughs> every second of it, and it was really weird watching the actors because, like, they have to. You have to learn so much every day. Yeah, it, it, and that's something that you. And they were kind of bitchy, and oh. and the dudes were the worst. The, the women were nice. The, than, dudes. the dudes. It's like male models. It, it it totally was like that. Yeah, I used to bartend, and during Fashion Week, it was like everybody would sort of scramble to try and get their ships covered during the, the parties because the they models. didn't want to handle the male models they were awful that is hysterical they were terrible but it's i have to say that the guys that that i worked with on passions were some of the the best just so um they didn't take themselves too seriously they were really they were really they understood they were in on the joke right um even though they were in the gym every day most of them travis wasn't travis didn't are we talking about your husband? What are okay? Wait. So just in case y'all don't know, place, that's yeah. okay. I like to be all okay. over the place. Let the conversation go where it goes. Uh, she's married uh, to her co-star from, from Passions, Passions, but you guys didn't start dating until a few years after you right. had left. Right. We, we left uh, really close to he. He left in whatever. Let's say it was May, and then I ended up leaving in August. Um, no, we didn't, you know, do a blood pact or anything. We weren't like, you know, it's, it's us against the world because we were friends. Yeah. Uh, we were really good. We were best friends, one could say. Yeah, but you weren't romantic. We were not, no, I was in a relationship. He was dating people on and off. And um, I just kind of happened. It, it, we How had does no... that happen like three or a few years later? We drank a lot. But I drink a lot. <laughs> well, I drink more than anybody else I know. Well, I don't. I, and so that you just had too many nights where, like, all of a sudden it turned. It just felt sexy. silly. Not. I mean, we were both single, right? And we we were clearly attracted to each other. Well, I was in absolute denial about that. Um, and we thought that it would just be this casual thing that we we needed to get out of our system so that we could go on to being besties. Yeah. And um, just you know, cut the tension. Right. And then what is it 16 17 years later we're married with a kid that's insane what happened and in hollywood like yeah, that is that's a, that's a that's 100 years that is i mean the like pressures years, yeah. of hollywood and just like everything that you have to go through yeah to continue to stay together and be 16 years that is i applaud you thank you holy shit well were, i mean we'll see were there ever <laughs> <laughs> don't put that energy out there I mean, right now no, you're right i'm gonna right, send yeah. you back to your acupuncturist okay, right, for yeah. some better energy He'll fix it were there ever times when you got like i always wonder this about couples that are actors um do you guys get jealous of each other's shit like when you have to do like romantic no and we probably should i mean i don't know if it's, no it's, you, I, yeah but it's it's fun to to feel um to have a little bit of that you know to feel like oh my dude my dude's feeling a little jealous that's it but he's he's just so secure in our relationship that he and with him he's always playing kind of the boob um so even though he's he's a romantic character often um you know being paired up with with somebody else it I can never really take it seriously because he's just being a complete clown well but even uh, so even farther than that like not even just like okay say you're playing a, a love interest or whatever but it's about the fact that there's a new person that you or he's on set with every single day see that to me is what would make me jealous and insecure I think age helps that too mm -hmm. I think not only when you get a little older you just don't 
you're not that much older than me. I you could do I need to mature a little. I think you could technically be my daughter. No. How are you? I'm 28. You could technically be my daughter. No. If I was very promiscuous at a very young age. If you were when you were 13, 14, 14. I mean, well, I mean, I'm just. I did this math already. That happens in like (laughs) India, right? Yeah. I mean, mean, (laughs) like I'm saying, technically, it it could work out. It could technically happen. Yeah. But maybe I should mature a little more. Well, okay. 28, right? Yeah. No. The 20s in general, I mean, for me at least, I was a mess. I was all over the place. You were still in a... a, uh, No, I was in a really dry spell in my career. I, I had left the soap. Well, so you grew up in Texas. Yes. Do you go back? Where in Texas? Uh, I grew... Well, I... I grew up mostly in West Texas near, um, you know, the Friday Night Lights franchise. Yes. The movie and the book mm-hmm. and the TV show. It's based on a town, um, Odessa. Okay. And Odessa is where we would go when we wanted to buy clothes and go to the movies and okay. go to a restaurant. Wow. Yeah. So you like so we were grew the, up legitimately in the middle of nowhere. Tumbleweeds. And like you had to go to another town to go to a restaurant. A restaurant. I mean, we did have a couple of restaurants, but if we wanted to have a fancy like night a, out, like, like steak an and ale. Olive Goddard, steak and ale. ale. Okay. Yeah. So there's <laughs> so, that. It's like, there's that. What'd you do for fun? Uh, I'm fascinated by this. We snuck out a lot. And um, went to the woods? Mm, there were no woods because it was desert. So okay. we snuck out and went to the tumble, like the tumbleweed patch. So I don't know what a tumbleweed patch is. Is it like when you're driving in the desert and you see like, like shrubs? Mesquite, dead mosquitoes. Yes. yes. Okay. Then yeah. I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. It was a lot of fun. Wow. Yeah. Um, w- there was a lot of underage drinking. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. But like where was the liquor store to get it? Um, <laughs> it, we We had a liquor. I mean, let's. You had Slow like one of them. Yeah, we had a liquor store. We're not, you know, Mars, but we would get like, I, there was a girl who was mature looking. Right. Um, and we would, we would, I, and I don't know, like looking back on this, I don't know how we got away with it because there were like 17 people in this town. I don't, I don't know how, I think they probably just turned a blind eye, but we would put her in rollers and a, um, a bathrobe and we would send her to the, you know, liquor, liquor store, the the Seven Eleven or whatever it was, and she would get beer. Think, you know, like a mom, like a mom. That is hysteria. I've yeah. never heard of that. That not, is not to try and you know give anyone ideas, but that, I think most of my was, listeners are about twenty one. Okay. I think so. Well, I, I, even if they're not, it's you know, it's I a mean, good idea. Honestly, it's a fantastic idea. I've never heard anyone do that. Normally, we just like it put worked. on a shit ton of makeup and looked like skanks when right. we were trying to get alcohol. It's just a different wow. way to go. It's just thinking outside the box. Wow, yeah. that's so innovative. Yeah. You people in the middle of nowhere. I, well, you have to be. I, I did. <laughs> I, it wasn't my idea, I have to admit, but I remember thinking, this is going to work. This is great. So after high school, you moved right to New York? I moved to New York when I was 18, yeah. And that's where you studied? S- studied-ish. I, I ended up quitting after the first year because I was a brat. And I spent well, I that. I get being a brat. It's girl, okay. I know. We're, you know. From two one piece in a pot. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're my daughter after all. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I thought I I knew everything there was to know about trying to make it in the right. big city, and I a few months later put my tail between my legs and I wrote them a letter because it was back in the day you had to write a letter. I wrote them a letter and I lost my I had a scholarship, and uh, I said, look, I I was an asshole. I'm sorry, I quit. I really want to come back because I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And um, they, they, let, they said, we're, we're not going to revoke your scholarship, but we'll, we'll let but, you back in. And I'm really glad I did because I, I, did, I was just so stupid. 
I was so stupid and so I had so much I've my balls were huge and just empty right just nothing in them and so then you grad like I ended up graduate yeah I ended up going back how'd you pay for it bartending those models parties I worked at three different yeah three different I worked um at a restaurant um as a waitress and then I worked at another restaurant as a hostess I didn't start bartending until later but um yeah I worked at three different restaurants uh during that last like last stint. I feel like being a success like a successful actor like oh, the rite of passage is like working at a restaurant and being on CSI once uh. <laughs> do you or, think Cause yes or you law were on and order, order. I was law on, and order. Yeah. one of those yeah I never got to be on law and order but yeah CSI because there's like seven of them are they still on the air I don't really know I've I, I'm, I'll catch them if they're on but I'm not really like I'm like not there's got to the be one on there has to be but I just feel like every single successful actor has been on one of those shows and they've also worked at a restaurant well my my husband has a theory um that you know in israel you're required to spend uh, i think it's either a year or two in the military everyone no matter what wow His theory is here you should be required to work in the service industry for at least a year i think that's a fantastic idea i think that we would be a, everyone a would be nicer people or empathetic I, society i agree because yeah. my biggest turnoff are, are, Oh, it always ends up being people that hasn't haven't worked in the service industry because of the way that they treat when they treat the way stuff like yes that. i yeah. can't it, it's it's bad it's soul sucking it's so bad it just fucking kills me yeah, it's a deal breaker you're like well i'm done yeah yeah you don't know anything about life because you don't know what it's like to actually because like, those are just there. the people who are serving me food yes yeah like they're lesser like there's something else yeah uh, serving is the worst it's the worst it's so <sighs> good though for your character it builds so much character. I feel like I'm still an asshole. But it doesn't matter. We're all assholes. But, yeah. but but you're a complex asshole now because of it. That's true. You have you have many layers and and that certainly contributes to that. Well, I'm with your husband on that one that everybody that should be something that's required. I think we should try and make this happen. I don't know. I don't know who we call. Maybe we'll wait a few years. I uh, yeah, me, <laughs> me I I think we should wait a few years okay. or maybe we could tweet our well, leader we could tweet, we could yeah. tweet our leader oh, yeah, right now that. that's right we, i we think have... that's the easiest way to we're verified on twitter i think that's yeah, no, the easiest totally way read it. 100 percent. Okay, yeah let's get on that look at us coming up with ideas i don't on... think he would be opposed to it i don't i i honestly think he, that he'd be he like what two hot girls tweeting me this idea you know what Executive done order. bill passed yeah all right we're doing it we're doing we're doing it <laughs> i'm like ride or die with casper because casper was my first sponsor ever and my friends even and people tweet me all the time asking about casper mattresses Kristen Doty's bought a casper mattress because of me uh let me explain to you about this company so what you're getting is a high quality mattress for not that much money i mean everybody knows mattresses are super expensive it's like one of those just necessary evil things. Like you, you hate going to a mattress store because they're raping you up the ass in terms of your wallet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Casper doesn't do that because they're not. You're not buying a Casper mattress from a mattress store that's marking up prices. You're going straight to the source. You're going straight to the website and ordering a mattress that you want. And the way that it's delivered is so convenient. It's like rolled up into this giant box. So. It makes the delivery process so, so easy. Like the reason why they can roll this mattress up is because like it has this like memory foam sleep surface. So it also like is cooling. So it regulates your temperature like throughout the night. And the best part is that you get free delivery and free returns 
with a 100 night home trial. So if you don't like it, you don't have to keep it. 100 nights, that's three months. Try the mattress for three months. And if you don't like it, there's no questions asked. You get your money back and you don't have to pay for, you know, the return or anything. Uh, right now, they are giving my listeners $50 towards a mattress purchase when you go to casper.com slash Stassi and use my promo code Stassi at the end. So that's casper.com, C-A-S-P-E-R.com slash Stassi, S-T-A-S-S-I. And you have to also use the Stassi promo code at the end. So twice, you guys, don't forget. I mean, you really don't have anything to lose because you can return it with <laughs> right uh check it out and then tweet me if you like it welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it i talk all the time about how i love a good deal and i'm actually like really good at finding good deals i'm obsessed with clothes we know this i'm obsessed with accessories and fashion and all that shit and i also need to like put a roof over my head so like i can't be spending tons of money on shit all the time hence why i love a good deal let me introduce you to thread up okay because i also really despise like digging through racks i prefer to shop online probably because i'm lazy but for real how annoying is it to like go to a giant store and have to like dig 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 it's just i don't know it takes the fun out of it but with thread up you get like nice ass shit for up to like 90 percent off there's lululemon anthropology banana republic i mean uh, tons and tons of stuff and everything is in great quality like you're not getting like a ratty like old shirt okay you don't have to worry about that and they have like the good good stuff there was a pair of valentino shoes that were originally 995 dollars for 100 dollars. did you hear that there was a theory skirt that was normally 180 that sold for $1.99. I mean, that's absolutely insane. So especially like when you're dealing with like trends, trends change all the time. So you don't want to like spend a shit ton of money on something that's going to go out of style in a couple of months. ThreadUp is great for that. And right now they're giving you an extra 40% off. 40. Yeah, 40. If you go to threadup.com slash Stasi. So it's T-H-R-E-D-A up.com slash Stasi. Uh, then you have to enter my promo code Stasi at the end. So you got to do that twice. Don't forget. You get an extra 40% off like in, with things that are like already like 90% off. So like you're getting free clothes. Yeah, you're welcome. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stasi. So uh, after you left Passions, because you went... You went to school. You graduated school in New York. You left. Passions was your first thing, right? Passions After, was like, my doing first big thing. Yeah, I had, done, I had done some some not not a lot of theater. Um, not as much as I wanted. I'd done some voiceovers and commercials and a few like little indie movies here and there. But yeah, Passions was the the gig I took because I was so tired. I was just so tired of hoofing it. You know, yeah. I was just I wanted a break from having to worry about rent. Yeah. Um, because you know I was working in the service industry and. I was I was paying everything week by week, and I was spending all my money on 
going out to restaurants. I mean, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, but you, I, yeah. Well, I would take my money from Sir, yeah. and we would literally just go just to another restaurant and bar a lot of food after, yeah. and just spend it. So <laughs> you'd like, be like out of money within three days. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing this for? Like, yeah. I used to have to split like half Subway. Like not even the whole foot long, like half of it yeah. with one of my friends. I'm like you got two fifty, I got two fifty. Like here by the end of the week, yeah, yeah. It was it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle, and I was just I was just really tired, and I was I wasn't getting any bites, and I, I this came along, and and to be frank, I thought the project was, you know, I I was an artist, and I didn't want to do a shitty soap opera, and looking back on it, I mean who. Who was I to say that? Do you know how many people, do you know how many people like who have like won Academy Awards? Oh, I know. And that's why I was such a little asshole about it. Yeah. Um, But, but I really had a lot of integrity. (laughs) Um, And uh, I was tired. So the fatigue won out on the battle of, um, you know, serious actors or tired actors. So I came out here. It also gave me a chance to come out here and not, not experience another New York winter. So you, after Passions, you moved from New York to Los Angeles. Well, Passions f- moved me out here. Oh, yeah. I, okay. I was under the, I thought Passions uh, filmed in New York. No, it okay. was here and it was a way for me to get out here Okay, on somebody else's dime, which I said I would, I would never move to LA unless it was somebody else paying for it. Okay. Um, not, Cause you were not a like a dude. Yeah. Actress. Yeah. Like a corporation because <laughs> I was a serious actress um so I did not and... like a dude I love how you just clarified well, you know that what I mean like I'm I know gonna... it I know trust me I know those girls yeah yeah no, so we all do yeah. I get it um god bless them I, I that's one way to do it <laughs> mm. so I came out here and I did the show for uh, a couple of years with the with the intention of leaving after my con- I was able to get a two-year contract which is a really short contract for a soap now I think that it's seven it was seven fucking years. Seven fucking years. You have to commit your whole life to that. That's, it's 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 barbaric. It's that's a, insane. All, it's a lot of years. It's a lot of weeks and days. Um, somehow they were able to get me down to two. I, I I have, if nothing else, I have had a lot of luck in this industry being able to get short term contracts because I I'm like, I'm like the runaway bride with project. I just leave after two years. Right. Almost every. I, I very rarely make it after two years. Does that mean this is the last season for you of the detour? I think this might be. A, a really pinnacle moment for me. Like either I stay, or I'm obviously going to stay if they'll have me. Maybe I'll do you should talk him. to a therapist. I just will talk to my acupuncturist. <laughs> That's all you yeah. need to yeah. do. I just need him. That's all you need to yeah. do. He'll, he'll fix it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he fixes everything. Um, so yeah, my intention was always to leave after two years, but I just wanted to like, you know, be able to go to the like stupid little shit, like go to the store and buy flowers and not feel like, it was an extravagance, like to have right. a, a fresh flowers in the house for, you know, a couple of years. Of course. Um, or just because I'm, I'm super frugal. And so there were things that I just wouldn't allow myself that I, I really wanted to kind of let up and do. Um, so I talked myself into, you know, doing this thing that I didn't really want to do so that I could enjoy. Um, and I ended up meeting my husband. Um, so yeah, I, it yeah, all worked it out. All, it's all fine. It and all I ended worked. up leaving after two years and everyone was apoplectic they were like, girl, you have no idea. And I'm like, dude, I was just out there like two years ago. I was just, it's fine. It's not that bad. Because they were like, you have no idea how hard it is. It, it's a, such a rat race. And I'm like, guys, I, I know this. I've done this. Oh, I'm not so afraid scary. of it. Like, I'm getting anxiety thinking about this. Well, look, here's the thing. Acting is big. Trying to make it in Hollywood is a fucking like... It's awful. It's, it's, it's awful. But you have to get... This is going to sound so trite and silly, but... Or maybe not. You have to... 
fail and be super poor and be just at the kind of bottom rung of your ladder to know that it's okay to be there. And that way you can make choices not based on never wanting to be back there, right? but on shit that you want to do. Because I've been, I've had so many ups and downs and I've been back to that place a few times, which is, I mean, every time you go back, you're like, fuck, I'm back here again. Yeah. But because I've been back there so many times, I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of being poor. I'm not afraid of having less. I've done it so many times that I'm not going to, I'm not going to choose projects because I'm afraid. I feel like you lo- love challenging yourself. It's like you like living on the edge like that. <laughs> living, you really do. Living on the edge. I, I mean, I, well, also when you get older, my dear daughter, um, <laughs> you'll, you'll realize that um, that goes away. <laughs> that starts to go away, especially when you have a family. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, I, I, I want to do the detour until I'm 100 years old. I will do it as long as they will have me. But eventually that's going to go away. It's going to run its course. Right. And it'll be interesting to see for me how brave I am with, you know, my next set of options. Well, I was reading about you and, and you did an interview where you said that you've always been known as a dramatic actress and you've been, you had spent your whole career trying to get people to see you as a comedic actress. And this is finally like, do you feel like you finally have I hope so. I mean, I, mean, I if think it's you're not fucking this, hysterical. Thank you. That's, I think you're hysterical and I'll, super I'll honest to that all day long and subtle. That's why I, I, that's what I think is really funny about you that it's like a subtlety with it. I, I don't, I'm not like that type of like Jim Carrey, like right. let's make jokes. Right. It's just <laughs> let's like, make jokes. it's the subtlety in the way that you perform. Well, thank you. I, 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 I mean, I can't tell you how much I appreciate. I, I anytime anybody gives a compliment, to me as a comedian I mean compliments are great um but to my skills as a comedian it's it just it's so much it means so much more because it took so long for people to trust me and Jason Jones who is the everything of this show he took a huge gamble on me I didn't audition for this um I didn't even meet him you didn't audition wait I didn't audition wait then how did anybody know how Jason Jones he's your part he's the mm -hmm. other guy right yeah so he produced it too he produces it he writes it he oh he's ever he's everything oh wow I didn't know he's the show did had you met before no are you fucking kidding I'm not fucking kidding you he didn't you had not shown him he saw my reel he saw my reel and at the time I wanted so desperately to do comedy that I took every well but one but let's just say every every dramatic scene off my reel and it was just comedy okay so i like i didn't want to give people a, a choice right. i didn't want them to be like well but she she's so great at crying right um and he saw my reel he and samantha b is his wife mm-hmm. and um so they, this is a real life story like the detour it, that's, it's not i mean they the, the press release says it is because i guess it makes for a good sound bite but it's it's just it's inspired by by their lives them yes they're okay sort of imaginations okay um so they saw my reel and I guess they saw something in it that they knew I could pull this off and I got a phone call I read the script thinking absolutely not I'm not doing this um listening to the premise it just sounded like it just didn't sound like my jam and then I read the script and I was like fuck yeah I have to do this it's so different to yeah and so I we talked on Thanksgiving uh, two years ago. And, 
I just tried to be as like charming and the character as I could without being weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, okay, great. We'd love to have you do this. I know it doesn't have, it doesn't happen that way guys. It it doesn't. If you're coming out here to LA, that never won't happen for you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It was 20, a culmination of 20 years of just bullshit. But also hustling. Hustling. Yeah. And that's what I mean by bullshit. It's just all a bunch of bullshit. Wow. But you have to do, you have to go through it in order to get to that point. That's crazy. Yeah. So imagine me showing up first day of work because, okay. It's great to be offered a role. It's great. But, but then, then there's so much pressure that comes with that because you're like, I could ruin the project yes, because totally. it might not work or I might not be what they think they want. And they're like, oh, fuck. Why didn't we just audition her and yeah. do a chemistry read and like figure out if this would Just at least do. a chemistry read. Yeah, yeah. Let's just get them in a room and have them chit chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So that first table read was I was shitting your pants. I was really nervous. Yeah. Yeah. There was. There's a little well, it's perfectly cast too because the kids are fucking hysterical. They're great. They're and they're way more mature than Jason and I will ever be. I, I don't understand like their timing, how they have that as they're like so children. Good. And they're I'm pitching not... jokes now. They're That's the point incredible. Where they're like, and they'll come over to Jason, they'll be like, Okay, so I was thinking and often they're very good ideas. That's it's crazy. Who are you? Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand them. I, they're they're great though. They're they're really they're not like obnoxious um child actor people. Well, I was under the impression that TBS was like um, a little more PC and a little yeah. more PG-13. And then not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I started watching it, I was like, whoa, like, yeah. this is the type of stuff that I like to watch. Me too. There's honest, frank, audacious out there. Like, right. And well, well, to be, to be honest, when the one of the reasons that I was like, I'm not doing this before I read the script was I was like, well, TBS, that's the Big Bang Theory reruns. I'm not. I yeah. Mean, good for them. But I'm not doing this. Yeah. And um the the guy who took over um used to be it's kevin riley who's this he's just he's huge in town he he uh was president of fox he was uh, i want to say and nobody tweet me about this if it's wrong the um tweeter don't <laughs> he was at showtime doing presidency <laughs> okay he was he was a big deal he is a, yeah. a really big deal he's got um he was at fox when i was doing the following and so he was a big champion of mine and um, he, uh, just had this vision of this, this re- very revamped version of this network, um, almost like a, a sort of FX for comedy right. type of thing. Um, and he ran with it and he, he trusted, you know, there's some great shows over there right now that uh, I would watch and do. Yeah. Um, so I wish more people knew that. I, well, I think it's going to take a second, but I think, you know, what's, what's really exciting for Jason and myself is that, that people like important famous people are starting to um (laughs) are starting to discover the show um and that's that's when things happen because they talk and they share and that's what's great about social media social media now is that um you know people for better or worse trust what um what people in the public eye have to say celebrities say yeah yeah um and and I, I think the sensibility of the show is so surprising to people when they finally watch it um, because it is so unexpected. Yeah, I, I can't try and like say that enough to, to I mean, my listeners. Use, like, what, what is the kind of language that, that you and I can, I mean, I'm assuming we can go anywhere. Oh, yeah, I say, the, yeah, you can say uh, whatever you want. Uh, there, there are several, several uses of the word cunt. Yes. This season. Um, we, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything, but we're, we're not done with body fluids this, this year. (laughs) Um, we had plenty last year. We have plenty this year. Um, and, and we, and, but, but it's not just the, like, 
poo poo pee pee humor. No, um, it's, it's not. It's at all. really smart. And I think what is so incredible about the show is that it it melds the poo poo pee pee humor with this incredibly acerbic, very very witty, smart commentary on everything, right from family dysfunction to relationships to politics to social constructs. I mean, it's it's so complex and yet so palatable because it's so at times over the top and yet so relatable. I mean, it's just, it's just a a world of dichotomies, the show. See, I feel like it's the most relatable. I think it's incredibly relatable. What I will be like as a parent and no, and everybody's scared to say that out loud. No, I know. I, I, it's funny in the first season I was pregnant and people were like, Robin's kind of a shitty mom. And I'm like, totally. And now that I have a kid, I'm like, Robin's fine. Yeah. Robin's a great mom. Her kids are healthy. Her kids are inquisitive. Yes. Her kids are, um, mature and interesting and they're alive (laughs) that's true i mean that's all that really matters now that i've done it i know how important all of those things are if i can get three of those things i yeah i would be i mean that would be heaven so i think yeah i think it's it's not a popular thing to say oh no i'm totally like these parents but everyone is everyone on some level not everyone but people that we know yes yeah and that's exactly how i feel like i will be yeah 100 yeah and and jason even said to me the other day he said the line between you and Robin is blurring to the point where I'm becoming worried. Scary. Yeah. And, and it, it, I was drink. It was something about drinking. Um, Robin's become a bit of a drinker. Well, Just Robin. Welcome to my world. <laughs> I, girl, I am. I'm with you. Really? Because yeah. I, I mean, it, it slows just, down. It slows down once you have a kid. I mean, you're so fit. Like, uh, let me stress. just describe you guys. It's like, stress, she's so fit. It's, and she had a fucking baby 16 months ago. Listen, and this is what I, this is what I, I said earlier and I, I want to share this with everyone because it's not talked about a lot um after I had my baby I was heavier than I was during my ninth month of pregnancy no one talks about that shit wait really yes so, I, I weighed more than I did yeah or about as much let's say about as much yeah I know that wow. math doesn't quite well she was really little um so it was all just the shit like yeah. the, the the water and the milk fat and what yeah so I was heavier than I've by far than I've ever been. And I wasn't, I just wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. I, I was fine with getting big during, I was loved being pregnant. I loved watching my body change. I loved getting bigger and it being so weird. But then afterwards, not only are you going through, and I don't want to make this about that, so much shit, so much shit mentally and, and emotionally and physically, um, but physically. Yeah. That y- you don't, you don't, no one talks about. So I was, I was quite heavy. Um, for me, right? Obviously, this is you know it's very subjective. For a year, and then um, and then I started working, and I you know I got stressed out, <laughs> and 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 then a few months ago I stopped breastfeeding, and that's when everything just went away. Really? So, but because I thought that breastfeeding is what that's a myth. It's a myth. What? Because I wanted to myth. have a baby just so I could breastfeed. Don't don't believe it. Don't. I, it's actually it's it's true for I think the stats are thirty to forty percent of women lose weight by breastfeeding. The rest of us, because I would have breastfed that child till it was ten. I honestly, if I could, I'd still, I'd still be doing it. I know that's not like a popular uh, point of view, but I, it's so convenient, dude. It's yeah, it's like so if you're convenient. poor too. Like, totally. could you imagine? Like, it's if you're broke, like you dude, don't, you can't even nothing to complain about. You can feed your baby. You can feed your baby. That's crazy. I know. It's actually, crazy. it's, it's pretty. It. Cool. It's <laughs> really cool. Um, I enjoyed it once I figured it out. It, it took a long time to figure out. Um, which is another story, but 
yes, I am fit because I am stressed and um, because also your body, your hormones change and right. like my, my uh, metabolism is all different now. Right. I, I'm, I'm not, I spent the, my entire life always being hungry. I was always hungry and I ate a shitload of food. And did you, were you always somebody that had to work out? Um, were you one of those people that just, at t- yeah, once I hit, sorry, once I hit 30, I, I at 25, that's when it hit I, me. I needed to, I, it's different for everybody. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's best that we do cause it's just better for us. Yeah. Maybe. Fuck off. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't enjoy it. I'm, I'm not going to, it's the worst. It's awful, <laughs> but you feel better afterwards sometimes. Um, and, and it is good for us. So yeah, I, 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 I do. I do feel it when I haven't. I mean, I feel it physically and spiritually when I haven't worked out. It, it, it's not always about abs. Uh, well, I don't really know what that is. I, I never had an ab. I, not even when I was a baby. I, I am closer to having abs than I ever was before. That what is, is that inspiring. about? And I had something called, um, I'm blocking it out because it was so horrible. Uh, what's this thing? Uh, Diast- uh, diastasis recti. What the fuck is it's that? It's when your uh, your so the midline of your abs split open or not split open. They just stretch. They stretch during pregnancy. So you get st- that line thing. Wait. Um. Well. So so what happens is your insides bulge out. So you get like mom tummy. Okay. Um. So I had to also for that year that I was struggling. I, I had that. So I was having to do um, physical therapy for that. Yeah. It's hard. Fuck, I know a baby is it's hard. hard, but you might not. I mean, you thirty percent of women get it. I get all the stuff that thirty percent of the women get. By the way, right? All this, like, oh, only a third of women. Oh, yeah, that's that, me. You got I it. I got it, which is fine. I can't complain because I had, I've had some great experiences too. So, stress. Back to the leanness. It's okay. It's just stre- the stress of keeping a child safe and alive. Because really. now I'm just like trying to starve myself. You know, it's like one meal a day. It's one to way make to do up for it. the amount I, I drink. I, well, <laughs> and the drink. You know. The drinking does contribute to a lot of it. What is your drink of choice? It is, um, over the years, it's graduated to white wine. It's really boring. But No, it's not. I, I don't do the red wine for vanity purposes. Really? Yeah, it just, I get such bad red wine mouth. Oh, you do? Really bad. But what if you're, do you like the taste of it? What if you're just I don't, I don't love the taste of it. Then, the, okay. Yeah, I, I've, I've moved away from the taste of it. Um, and spirits um, are just a little much for me now. I, my, my tolerance has really see that's what I'm really excited about about getting <laughs> pregnant one yeah. day and then having a baby like I won't have to spend that much money on alcohol anymore because yeah, your tolerance gets built back up though if you if you let it well at least it'll be like a year or so yeah of I mean me especially if you're saving money yeah yeah oh yeah you're gonna you're gonna definitely I mean, you're gonna drink to forward still, to saucy you're still gonna have a sip here and there Fuck yeah. Yeah, okay. So I know d- that. I, I know. Okay. Listen. Don't be crazy. I know who I am. Okay. <laughs> we. I mean, we all do, but. <laughs> <laughs> Can't yeah. take that white wine from me. No, you'll be fine. And it's good for you. It actually, I had I had a scare. Um, not a scare, but I, I sorry for the male listeners. Um, mm-hmm. I started spotting 12 weeks into my pregnancy, and um, which is not great. Okay. But it, it, it was that. fine. It was fine. No, you, bleeding during pregnancy is not good. Okay. Um, so I, I went to my midwife and she did an exam. She was like, it's, it's fine. Everything's fine. It's just something that happens. Um, and she's like, but you seem really stressed. Why don't you go home and have a glass of wine? And I was like, well, my midwife said I had to. So you one know, glass of wine. I know what, what's the, that's that why even do, bother. I know it was really kind of unsatisfying. I feel like give me a Xanax or some weed, like a glass of wine. They're like saying relax me. also that weed is fine. 
Well, I got my medical marijuana card six months ago. It grows in the ground. It's my fave. It grows in the ground. It, to sleep. Yeah. It like helps me sleep more than Xanax does. Hmm. It's so good. Oh, well then keep on Like doing I can't that. do it during the day. Like it, I, I get too tired. Because you're an adult. That's true. See, so you are maturing. There you go. Look at you. Yeah, I, I can never My little girl's growing day. up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You've raised such a princess. I have, I have. Um, yeah, d- don't don't take. I, I mean, if you can avoid the Xanax because of the just the liver issues, just I take know. the stuff that grows out of the ground. I totally Always. agree with you. Like yeah. just that and wine. That's I mean, Xanax I mean. is fun and it's great, and Vicodin's wonderful. You know, all those little opiates that every once in a while. But but if yeah, long term, just just be a hippie about it. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking your advice, mom. Okay. All right. Thanks, little girl. Let me tell you. Ooh, that my, got gross. Little my girl. Little girl. <laughs> my favorite role that you have played. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Why are you looking at me like that? Because uh, is it embarrassing? No, it's the best. Oh. Uh, you were in the other guys. I was in the other guys. Oh my gosh, you guys! If, okay, Will Ferrell is my favorite. Okay, he's a wonderful person. Really? Be, of course. I mean, how could he not be? Wait, that makes me so because you know so often you hear that people are assholes. Don't, yeah, don't meet your idols. Yeah, that makes me so happy to hear. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the other guys, it's with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. He's also lovely. He uh, he goes to the church that I was baptized in. Oh, bless him. Yeah. He's so sweet. He's so sweet. He was on the phone to his kids the, the, like the majority of the time that we were like, in between setups. That is so cool. I mean, right? Oh, my God. I love that you have that because I was going to ask you, like, what are they actually like? But I know great. you can't really say anyone's an asshole. I, I totally get There's that. There's only but. one asshole. There's one of all of them. There's only one. Everyone and that's else. you. And it's me. Okay. Yeah. So common denominator, and right? You're, <laughs> you're really good at playing an asshole. I, uh, yeah. She's the hot ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That's like which such I'm, a compliment which to Which I'm really good at. Yeah. I, I tend to, I got typecast as that for a little while. Um, I'm sorry. I, it's all right. Don't like, a, I'm, I'm, are you complaining about being no. typecast as the hot no. ex-girlfriend? Never. The crazy one? That's, I it's feel like so that much would be more my fun. favorite. Yeah. It's the, more fun than being like the boring current girlfriend. Fuck yeah. yeah. I would hate that. That's why I always say like, it'd be way, like any movie, anything, like way more would rather play the villain than way be the lead character of way, anything. There's so much more you can do. Yeah. 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 That role, um, came about. Uh, I, I really shot the bed, um, in that audition. I mean, not, no, I didn't shit the bed because we may be talking about things where I actually did shit the bed. So I didn't do great in the audition. I was reading for, a, for a bo- the boring girlfriend role. For the Ava Mendez role. No, the, um, Lindsay Sloan. Um, she plays, uh, Mark Wahlberg's on again, off again. He's trying to get her back. She's a ballerina. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, not, you know, uh, not a memorable sucks. role. Yeah. yeah. And I read, I read for that role and, and they were like, mm, you're terrible. And I was walking out of the building and they were like, come back, come back, come back what about this? And I just went in there and just was a maniac and kind of just did everything wrong. And I think they thought it was funny that I was so weird and gave me the job, which I love it. That that's a kind of a first just going in and being like, I don't fucking know. I'm just, I'm going to jump up and down and I love it. Yeah. So everyone needs to see that movie if you haven't. And that scene, that scene actually that the, those scenes with, with, with me and um and Brett uh whose name I definitely know his last name but yeah, his name is his funny. name is Brett yeah. yeah he's funny um he that that scene should have been cut and it should have been cut and Adam McKay who directed it he was like I, I mean I, no one should have let me keep those scenes well, in the they movie had to, they but they had to get the 
the tape. I guess they had to get the phone. They had didn't to they? get the yeah the yeah. audio. The audio. Yeah. So he didn't. He didn't. He just didn't. He was like, I can't. I can't do it. I guess that's why. <laughs> I was like, we're just that good. I'm so. Oh well, you are. You y'all were that good. And yeah, he's so funny. Yeah, the guy who played your he's, husband. Oh, he's so funny. He. I. I mean, a, a lot of what we did was improvised and. I was going to, that was yeah. one of my questions. So you're given a script, but you don't really have to follow it. Right. Kind, well, I mean, I, I mean, you do a little but bit. You're like, it's, well, yeah, you, I'm like little Miss Lisa Simpson. I'm like, I will say every line that I'm supposed to say. Right. And then they're like, you need to lighten up. Um, and so I did a little bit, but Brett went crazy. He went completely off book. And, and you can see um, Mark had a hard time keeping it together. Will had a hard time, which he, he's kind of known for being able to keep it keep together. together. Yeah. And he, he he lost it a couple of times I was terrible I don't you can see in the film if you look close enough there there's a moment at which I am not keeping it together but I ended up playing it up in a way that it, it, it's okay only I notice and there are a few scenes in the detour this season the same thing they're all the handjob scenes I give so many handjobs this season mm-hmm. and <laughs> who gives handjobs I, apparently Robin <laughs> I was, yeah I was like Jason we're we're married is this and he's like yeah I don't give hand jobs. I don't think I even know remember how to give a hand job no actually. it's a it's a youthful thing I don't yeah, yeah I don't is, remember I wouldn't know what to do this somebody. is the fictional portion of, right. of the show yeah <laughs> um yeah I was even like what do I do so he would have to like guide my hand uh, <laughs> I don't know how to do this anymore um but when we when we do the hand job scenes I lose it I just lose it so you can see if you look closely enough you can see me hiding behind my hair right and trying desperately not to, not to ruin just the tape die. yeah um I'm, i i i do that a lot i'm really bad at that which i i I'm need to get better at I'm, i really don't like that i i used to be much better I, mean, I, would, I don't know how you would i would have to just like hurt myself like bite my tongue pinch myself I mean, what do you do yeah i i, I don't I, like what I, do you I what the, do you I think do the you, fear you, of losing the job used to be enough but now I'm like, well, you can't replace me. Yeah. Like you, you've it already shot weird. a bunch of scenes. Yeah. Like, and well, especially on the show, but yeah. meaning like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't, if anybody has any suggestions, as, I mean, you know, I'd I would just get self-destructive, of, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. F- do, do something physical. I don't want to think of dead puppies or anything. Fuck that. No, just hurt yourself. Yeah. That's better. You know, at least like, you know, just like separate the two. Cause you got to be in your head. If I guess, if you're like, I don't know, you're acting and shit. Right. Yeah. So just, I don't know. Fucking hurt yourself. yourself. <laughs> Okay. We figured I'm, it out. I'm giving Natalie Z acting, um, advice. acting advice because I know ever I know things about acting. Listen, I'll take Not, it. I'll take it. If I could write a love letter to wine, I would. Oh, how I love wine. Um, I've always loved wine, like ever since I like started to be. I mean, I started drinking wine before I was 21. Let's be real. Once I like started to understand alcohol, once, yes, that's when I started to love wine. Um, I always didn't know a lot about it and I still don't know everything about wine. I mean, come on, that shit's like really hard. Um, But I know what I like and part like, well, part of the reason I know what I like is because I've been working with Wink for a while. Wink used to be Club W. They rebranded and it's basically the world's only personalized wine club. Yeah, you hear that right. It's a wine club. So you get wine sent to your door. And the website's super easy. Like if you're used to boxed wine, this will be easy for you too. All you have to do is when you go to the website, they're going to ask you a series of like six questions. And 
they're not even all about wine. Like one of them is like, how do you take your coffee? Like strong, like with milk, like whatever. Like easy questions. And based on your answers, they will tailor wines to you that they think that you'll like. And then once you, the wine gets delivered to your door, so you don't have to get in your car, drive to Dwayne Reed or the liquor store, or whatever, the grocery, like to get wine, like it's coming straight to your door. After you try that wine, you can then go back online and rate it and then they can better tailor wine for you in the future. So you're learning about what you like in terms of wine while like getting it sent straight to your door. I mean, it's absolutely incredible and super easy to use. Right now, they're giving my listeners $20 off when you go to trywink.com slash Stasi. That's trywink, W-I-N-C dot com slash Stasi. And they're giving you $20 off, but also complimentary shipping. Okay. That's like a huge deal because I don't know, wine can get really, really expensive because it's heavy as shit. You know what I'm saying? So go right now to trywink.com slash Stasi, get $20 off and complimentary shipping. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Um, all this month, um, us podcasters are trying to bring awareness to podcasts because not a lot of people know what podcasts are or they don't get it or they don't know how to access them. Like so many people are like, oh, when does your podcast come out? Like, when can I listen to it? I'm like, uh, you can listen to all of them right now if you want. Like, it's super confusing for some people. So we're trying to bring awareness to podcasts uh, with like a whole social media thing. And that's called Tripod. It's like try, like basically like try a podcast pod. So it's a hashtag tripod, T-R-Y-P-O-D. Tell your friends if you think that there's a podcast that they would like, like mine. Specifically, tell all your friends and family about my podcast. Uh, But if you think that there's something else they might like, I mean, podcasts, the beauty of that is that they have podcasts on everything, everything, anything you can think of, architecture, cooking, music, murder, like, I mean, anything. So tell your friends, tell your family, hashtag tripod, but mainly tell everybody about my podcast. Love y'all, Khaleesi's. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. So do you, do you like, really relate to La La Land? Okay, let's talk about La La Land. First of all, I want to say, for people who don't like La La Land, I don't fucking have time. Oh, my God. I we, don't have time to really listen to why you're so related. Holy shit. Oh, um, you're my mom. I am your mom, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Wow. Yeah. Um, I understand that there are were some very important movies this year and I I enjoyed all of well all but one um of them and I I think that somewhere along the way there became this this comparison this like it, you know you're on you're on the moonlight team or you're on the la la land team and neither t- the twain shall meet um you can like both movies you, as yes. I do um I think they're both extraordinary movies um they're very 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 different and to like one is to not betray the other um, and I don't know why people are so fucking butthurt about La La Land. I don't understand why people want to talk so much shit on it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic I have chills. film. I see every time I talk about it, I have, I get chills. Like, Listen, I will just say I may or may not have been on my period sitting on the front row at the arc light and sobbing during the opening um, scene. 
I saw it at the movie theater four times. One of them was Christmas Day. I made my whole family go and sobbed every single time. I listened to the soundtrack and cried. Sure. Like It's just the most magical. My neighbor, who's a writer, um, a shout out to him. Ethan gave me the little... He like showed up one day and has like... I guess like this writer's guild they get mm-hmm. yeah yeah the little scripts to read when they vote yeah and he gave me the little la la land one i'm like this is the nicest present that i've ever received that's really sweet like thank you so much that's so nice i just think it, it, it's fantastic and i'm like anybody who lives in hollywood even if you weren't you're not trying to make it as an actress or, or any whatever yeah you can relate to so much in it too it just feels good it's just it not only is it beautifully executed, but it's it also just feels good to watch it. And that's, it's rare. You know, often feel-good movies are kind of not the best quality, but right. they're like, they're good to curl up on the couch with. But this, and the acting is so beautiful, and um, it's okay to like a movie that's good-spirited. It's okay, yeah. guys. Everybody, it doesn't it's, make it's you fine. less interesting no. or less intelligent. No. Um, yeah. And so I... To, to the people who say, I don't like La La Land, let me tell you why. I still don't know because I won't listen. I don't know what people's arguments are, but I've had to several times say, I'm going to stop you right there and I don't have time to listen to it. Yeah, I don't think anyone will actually come up to me and say they don't like La La Land. I think they're scared of me. They shouldn't. I mean, what, what could you say? What could you? Okay, what maybe could I'll you listen. fucking say? Maybe I'll listen the next time somebody has something to say. Maybe I'll say, okay, I, I'll give you 30 seconds. Because that's as lo- that's about it, uh, as much as I can put up with. We're we're gonna get probably a bunch of tweets of people being like, "This is why I don't Great. like Land. Okay, yeah. I guess we should listen to that argument. Absolutely, because maybe it's valid. It's not, but yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you don't you're like wrong, Land, you're wrong. But we will listen to you for a little bit. Yeah, we'll at least acknowledge. We'll acknowledge. We'll acknowledge that you have an because opinion. Because we're trying to unite. Everybody, go work yes. at a restaurant. Yeah. Again, just moral in case of the you're just story. tuning in <laughs> everyone go everyone go work at a restaurant um i know i had, i tweeted you well direct messaged you yesterday because i was and like, then i fangirled on you sorry no you, i did i was like i'm so excited no i'm so excited okay, all right, mom okay, okay daughter um and i wanted to ask you because I, I didn't want i wanted to at least warn you because I, it's hard when like questions are sprung on you Thank that you're you, like yeah i i don't know i have to think if there were any like audition horror stories like anything that i, I mean, feel like people who don't live in los angeles and are just interested in that type of life yeah uh yeah i mean how much time do we have um i i've been doing this for 20 years so i've amassed a lot of stories and and i i, I will say this preemptively i have never in all of my years of auditioning ever once been faced with a casting couch situation like no one's ever been never. like if you have sex with me never who does that happen to i don't, I don't know. know any i mean i don't know that many actors like us but like i don't i don't know i feel like i hear i that hear that the happens. stories but i i've never heard any sort of direct actual i'm not i'm not saying that doesn't happen but um it, i've just never been in that situation which i i feel very solid about yeah um because i don't know what i would do uh, I mean, obviously, I would. No, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean. But um, I don't know how I would react. To yeah, it. yeah, totally. Um, uh, I, w- I would definitely have sex with them for sure. Uh, whoever, or at it least is. like live, give a blowjob uh, uh, for sure. Some kind of yeah, sexual some sexual favor. Favor, favor yeah. Mm-hmm. Pro- probably a handjob, um, if I could remember how. <laughs> um, but no, that's that's never been the issue. I have had, you know, there are things. Oh my god, there's so many things, like um, being being in waiting rooms. Um, about to go in to read for something that's really, really important to you and having the receptionist um, right next to you on the phone 
to somebody's agent saying, you know, we'd like to make an offer for the role of blah, blah, blah. And it's the role that you're reading for. I mean, that's happened. Oh, that's so disheartening. It's so yucky. It feels so gross. And you have to go in and then read for this role that's being offered to somebody else. Well, I wouldn't. I would have walked out. You kind of just got to do it because then you're an, you're an asshole. Really? Yeah, I know. I would just have walked in and been like, hey, listen, I just heard that you guys offered her. So like, do you even really want to see me? Well, anyway? I have, I have like, a friend who that happened to just the other day and she 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 turned her head and she looked at the woman and said, are you fucking kidding me? Shut up. Yeah. And the woman just kind of do I shrugged. know who this person is? No, no. I, I mean, you. Might, I, it's a small town. I don't think so, though. But what a baller. She's such a baller, dude. Props to her. Yeah. Well, she just doesn't care anymore. I think that's how I would be. I think I would look over and be like, are yes, yeah. I think that would be my exact set. That's what I say. Are yeah. you fucking kidding? She me? is all of us. Good for her. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's been those situations and then the, there's the, um, <laughs> there's the going in to a room and having them say, <clears throat> yeah, we're looking for like, this was years ago. This was the, the, the meteor movie with, um, Bruce Willis and, um, Ben Affleck. It wasn't Deep Impact, but it was Is the other. Armageddon? Yes, Armageddon. <laughs> so, so it like going in the room and being like, yeah, we're looking for like a Liv, Liv Tyler type and me being like, I bet Liv Tyler could pull that off and then them casting live you know there are little things like not you know not specific stories that happened yeah yeah they're looking for a live tyler type but didn't think to to bring her in (laughs) that is what is that even phone call and that's actually happened a few times i had a friend call me up an actress friend call me up and say hey i just read this was years ago i just read on the breakdown we're looking for a natalie z type are you auditioning for this and i was like no that is (laughs) <laughs> that is fucking no. crazy this town is so weird wait th- i've never heard this is so interesting yeah so like is it easy to be friends with other actresses or do you guys feel like it's just it is now i mean i think when you're coming up everybody's the enemy right and i didn't i i honestly didn't have a lot of actress friends coming up um for no other reason than i just did my pool of friends were just i don't think i would want to i don't like competing with my friends and maybe that's why i i mean i i don't think i actively avoided being friends with actresses I just I just wasn't you know my 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 circle of friends just there were a few but not right. many um now I have I have more because you know I meet a lot of people through work um but coming up it, it, it's hard because everybody's everybody's the enemy and now that I'm established and I'm older and wiser um, these people you come to realize are your comrades. They're th- sort of your war buddies. And when you, especially when you're <sighs> testing for pilots of which I've done a lot and a test situation is not something that the public really knows about that a lot of people aren't aware of what goes down in that situation. It's barbaric. Wait, tell me, I don't know. Okay. So <sighs> when you, when pilot season comes around and, and you audition for a pilot, you have to go through a couple of rounds. You know, you go through reading with the casting director and then they call you back to read with the producers. And then the producers um, decide who they like. Um, and then the producers have to put you through this horrible process called a, a, a network slash studio test. And that is where you you go into a room full of 20 plus executives. And sometimes the room is small. Sometimes it's huge. I'm starting to sweat. I'm starting to sweat talking about it. (laughs) Okay. Um, I've done this, I would say, probably under 50 times, but over 20. Oh, my God. I'm just, I'm getting. I'm I'm really sorry. Yeah, thinking about it. Um, So 
you have to go in and you have to like play you have to play read you have to do this audition in front of all these executives with no cameras and no no sets no props no acting partner and then they all get together and decide if they want you or not um now here's where it gets really yucky that you as the actor are one of three different um in one of three different positions either you're the one that the producers want in which case they have to they have to throw in a couple of others and they can go one of two routes they can throw in their second and third options so that the network or two throwaway people or two throwaway i've been them you all you never know if I've you're the throwaway you do you know After if you're the throwaway a while you do it's like I the bachelor it's, it is, it is like, it's like the bachelor it's like, it is you know who's gonna win like the guy and the girl they know who they want to yep. win but then you they have, have to, to have, keep mm-hmm. you gotta keep the show going so like you gotta keep some girls the girls around and you realize you're the ringer like kind of late in the game when Ugh. you're yes when you see that somebody else is getting a little more attention with from the producers of like coaching like here's what i want you to do here's what i want you to wear and if nobody calls you and says wear this do this you're you're pretty sure you're the ringer if you're not getting those i'm gonna throw so gross. Up i'm gonna throw up. i know i'm so sorry i haven't done it in a while so i i i've been lucky enough to to avoid it but it's a te- it's a terrible process and my, my whole the reason i bring all this up is because in the beginning and you're doing this with you know other people and often they're casting other characters so it's it's a kind of mishmash of people and you it's an all-day process they make you wait and wait and wait so and do wait you see the wait. other actresses mm-hmm. Are you like, do you're you guys out. discuss? Are you you're, like, you're, Chelsea, who do you you're think? signing contracts with them. I'm going to, this is. Because you have to sign your life away. If you get it, you have to take it. You can't be like, oh, thanks for putting me through that. Fuck you. No, thanks. Wow. I'm going to go get a job at Burger King. You have like, you, you've, you've, and if you don't get it, you just signed your life away. So you're like sitting there signing paperwork and looking at these huge numbers of money That's that insane. you're going to potentially make. And then you walk out the door and you either get a call or you don't. So these people that you're doing this with, it depends on, I think, the stage in your career. You know, in the beginning, it's like, don't look at her, don't talk to her, don't don't get her energy into your energy. And then as you move on, first of all, you you get to know, the pool gets smaller, and right. you get to know these people, and you're like, we're in this war together. And and the last few times I've tested, I've, I've said to the other girls, listen, if it's not me, I'm so glad it's going to be one of you guys, because you feel like you really, like you feel like you all dropped <laughs> acid together, and then you're like coming Wait. down, and you're like... This that's was a, really great. I'm really glad to know you. Wait, that's really sweet. Yeah. Took a long time to get there. It, it takes a second. But that's really sweet. Yeah. I, but I'm still, I'm horrified it's by hor- that. It's horrible. It's, you know, if they, if they could come up with a less barbaric way of doing it, then they would. And I guess, you know, television's kind of slow. But they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They, if they could come up with a less barbaric, give me a break. Well, hold on. But Nobody if, if we shit. could, I mean, trust me, I've thought, we've all thought of it. Like, how can we do this in a way that's not, and, and they do, now they do it on tape, often where, where you're with the casting director and the producer alone so that they can give you notes. And if, <clears throat> and that's the other thing, when you go in, in front of the, the execs, it's one shot, which is so fucked up because you think when you're on set, you're going to get one take. That's so true. Yeah. It's just not, it's not, a practical way of doing it. It's not, it doesn't apply. It's not applicable to the everyday ins and outs of what you're going to be doing if you get the job. I never want you to do that again. I'm, I'm really going to try and avoid it. So if like the detour does it, like if you, if it doesn't get canceled and you're just like two years are up, like I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to ha- like literally hound you be like, no, no, no. We're you not doing wanna, that again. You you're don't want to do that again. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. I'm going to, I'm really going to try and I, it's been a while. I think the last one I did was, um, 
uh, Dirty Sexy Money, maybe? That was a while ago. Yeah. Was okay. that the last one? No, there were a couple. Wait. But yeah, you were the I, one. I was the one. You were the one. And I didn't actually know I was the one. Really? I didn't know. Did you think you were the throwaway or did you just not know? I didn't know. I had no idea. I was really, I was really at a loss. I thought that I would know if I was the, I, I thought, well, I, I guess I'm not the one because I feel like I would know if I was. That's what, that's how my brain would work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how, and that's again, when I watch The Bachelor, how I feel like. Right. You would, you would know. know. Like but they you, don't. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they do either because they act so blindsided. Like, yeah, those are real tears. Like fucking. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best show ever. It's so good. Well, this has been so much fun. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Thank you. For being here. I've learned so much from you, mom. Oh, my sweetness. Is that weird? Is it getting, (laughs) is it? It's it's getting better as it goes along. I feel like it feels more normal the more that I say it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it I'll is take what it. it is. I'll take it. Everyone watch the detour um, on TBS. Uh, what nights does I, it? I think it's Tuesday nights, Tuesday and nights. I believe we're at ten o'clock. So, I mean, I know like everybody DVRs ours everything. I know, anyway, just so. DVR it. And if you it's you can 10 go, o'clock you can look at the first season on Hulu. Maybe don't let your kids watch. I yeah. mean, don't let your kids watch unless they're teenagers. Well, you're like 11 year old. Yeah, yeah, 11, <laughs> 12 plus. <laughs> 12. Listen, if the kid actors have to do this, then I'm like. You know, yeah, I'm probably just going to show my kids anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. And they, they uh, I'll, I'll feed them alcohol too. Uh, MBD, uh, follow Natalie Z at Twitter. And that's N-A-T-A-L-I-E-Z-E-A. Mm-hmm. Do you have Instagram too? I, I do. Um, it's, I don't do it as much as I should. It's the Natalie Z. Okay. I think. Yes, it is. Because I have a private one too, but I don't know what that one's called. Okay. It's, well, Twitter it's mostly is just poop na- shots and my kid do you really just put do you take photos of your i don't shit? that that was just me being oh because be i thought that was it. i've thought then about yes i've heard of this whole like you can shit glitter thing and i'm like i want to try it and if so i will take a photo of my poop is that real you like eat glitter this glitter thing i guess and like your poop comes out glittery <laughs> we're doing that as soon as we yeah, uh, get off of this somebody send me some yeah all right. Okay. Khaleesi's, thanks for listening. Go follow her. Watch The Detour. And go look up the other guys because that movie is fucking hysterical and she's hysterical. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.